I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to the Grief Gang podcast with me, your host, Amber Jeffrey. The message behind the Grief Gang is to normalise the topic of conversation that is grief. People living with grief can often feel ashamed, isolated and alone. This podcast was created to break those taboos after I myself experienced all of those feelings after the loss of my mum in 2016. I decided enough was enough and we need to talk about this. You'll hear on this podcast an array of stories and experiences, some being my own and some being fantastic guest episodes and their incredible stories. You'll laugh, you'll cry, but I hope above all, I hope you'll learn. I hope you'll learn that you are not alone in your grief journey, that you have a voice and it should be heard, that you and your grief matter. So without further ado, I'll let you enjoy the episode. Happy listening. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to this year's Father's Day episode starring you. With me, your host, Amber Jeffrey. Oh, I sound a bit <coughs> decrepit there. <coughs> Clear out my throat, probably should have done all that malarkey before I started. But as I said, yes, welcome to your Father's Day episode this year where you guys get to write in and share your lovely dads or dads who are missing somebody or father figures in your life whoever it is you're missing this year this is your episode for you so to give a bit of context to maybe some people who are listening in who might not know anything about what on earth I'm talking about (laughs) so I like to on the show Um, Every year with Mother's Day, Father's Day, um, I'm looking to find some more days (laughs) to be all inclusive for everybody. But more specifically, at the moment, yes, for Mother's Days and Father's Days, I'd like to pass the mic over to you and give you guys opportunities to share your people 
and in a way claim back the day because although the people we miss on these days may not be here in living spirits or living you know in the flesh but they are still our mothers fathers and this day is still for us no matter what kind of society might tell you days like today is father's day still for you so last week I put the sort of annual post out for the questions that I would want those who wanted to share to answer so I'll just read a bit of the I'll just read the post out just for whole context <laughs> I sound really flaky <laughs> what is wrong with my voice <clears throat> I better sort it out because we have got some entries so the post goes as such this father's day i invite you to share whoever it is that you are missing with the grief gang podcast a chance for you to reflect on the love and life you shared to remember them on this tough but special day so let's get into it shall we tell me one a bit about them name age three words to describe them etc paint me a picture number two a memory or moment with them that you cherish today and number three if they were here this father's day what would you like to say to them and the response to this call out to this year's episode has been phenomenal for more reasons than one i've been inundated with them for one so this episode saying in advance it's probably going to be a long one a real long one (laughs) and I'm gonna do my best my utmost best just to to get through them more and to literally not lose my voice box (laughs) but the entries they've been so beautiful and I try not to read them all um like when I get them in because I I want to read them like for the first time when I do this um and so, but the ones that I have kind of seen and quote unquote, yeah, skim red, I've got to be like, oh my gosh, they're just so beautiful in so many ways. And I cannot thank all of you enough who have shared this with me and trusted me um, to sh- do this for you. So I suppose we should really crack on with it, shouldn't we really? Because <laughs> we've got a lot to get through. And we've got a lot of amazing dads and father figures and dads who are missing people to talk about today. So without further ado, I would like to introduce your Father's Day episode 2020. And it is titled, For the Dads We Miss, For the Dads Missing Someone. This one's for you. So I'm first. I've got so many areas that I need to go and find things. And I've done my best to try and be organised this year because Christ almighty. Um, Right, I'm going to go into my DMs. This is where I absolutely bomb. Okay, I'm in the Instagram DMs. I don't know why it does this when I flag them and then it takes a little minute to bring up all of the flagged messages. Okay, scrolling, scrolling... Here I am at my first Instagram one. Okay. If you hear me gulping water, don't shame me because 
your girl's gonna go through it. Okay, here we go. Oh, that's my air freshener got off in the back. Lol. Oh, okay. All right, I should have brought a box of tissues to be honest. All right. Christopher Freeman, age 58. He was a passionate educator and learner. He dedicated his life to teaching students, not just math, his core subject, but also history, strategy, strategy games, singing, orienteering and key life lessons, such as the importance of learning from your mistakes instead of punishing yourself for them. He was a voracious reader and was always interested in learning more about the world and other people. From the time I was a teeny baby, my dad would read to me every single night before bed. One time when I was about five years old, he was reading Heidi to me and misspoke a word and I corrected him. It turned out I had been been hiding the fact that I could read in fear that he would stop reading to me. He reassured me that he would never, ever stop reading to me and he never did. Three, more than words, I, I wish I could give my dad a big hug. He gave the tightest, longest, best hugs in the world that almost squeezed the breath out of you. One, William, 71, legendary, generous and funny. I would never forget him driving me to uni every week and listening to our favourite music. I would have no words, just cuddles. My dad, Bill, died four years ago, aged 53. He was the most compassionate, empathetic and confident person I've ever known. He was always thinking about what he could do for others, not what others could do for him. One memory that will always stay with me is when I was studying abroad in London and my sister came to visit. We spent the week in London and then went to Amsterdam for the weekend. We were walking through Heathrow Airport and all of a sudden I heard, Hi Darcy, and saw my dad walk by us. I was so stunned but immediately reached out for him and hugged him so tightly and of course cried cried because it had been four months without seeing him. He surprised me and came to Amsterdam with us for the weekend. Little did I know for a few months later that that December my dad would die. I'm so thankful for that moment and the video that my sister took so I have forever. It perfectly exemplifies the person my dad was. If he was still here for Father's Day, I tell him how amazing I think he is and as cliche as it sounds, how much I truly do look up to him. He excuded confidence and I always wanted to be like that. Everything I do, I try to imagine what my dad would say because his opinion slash advice meant the world to me. I tell him I love him. He was a glue to my family and his absence is felt every single day. He was the greatest and I miss him so much. Martin Roberts, age 55. He was kind, caring, my hero. My favourite memory is so hard to choose as there are so many, but my favourite thing to do with him was go to the Tate Galleries in St Ives, Cornwall. We would go, just me and him, and discuss the different forms of art that we would see. He would guide me through the galleries and and the art, making the point that everyone everyone's interpretations of pieces of art are completely different. What one might see, another can't, and that's the beauty of it, as it's so individual. A metaphor for life, really. What might seem a lot to someone might seem minute, minute, not minute, minute to someone else. He taught me through this to be strong and be my own person. Don't care what anyone else thinks, just be myself and express myself in the way I want to. The way he made me feel safe, he was my protector, my hero, and he taught me so much about who I am today. He showed me that I can be my own person and take my own path, and with that, he will always be behind me. This Father's Day, I wish I could just say thank you, and super duper, never love you, as that's what everyone says. Super duper is what we say every day and every night. 
I would thank him for being such an amazing dad and for always being there no matter what. Even now he's amongst the stars, I know he has my back and for that I thank him eternally. David Anthony Cluett was born 30th of January 1967. He was a lorry driver and he was six foot tall with a shaved head and tattoos. But he was the kindest man going and would always spread kindness and love in each and every day. I had so many good memories, it's so hard to choose, but my ultimate favourite would be riding my horse across fields for hours while he walked alongside. I think this was therapy for the both of us where all of our worries would disappear and it was just me and him and the horse with no other people in sight for hours. If my dad was here for now, this Father's Day, I would tell him how much I love him and to thank him for all he's ever done for me to bring me into the woman I am today. I need to sort my voice box out, Christ. <coughs> Lord of mercy. Fuck's sake, why would my voice begin to start fucking up on today? Christ, right. Let me... Okay, here we go. Four weeks after my husband died suddenly and unexpectedly. In this photo, our 80-month-old and I were just shells of our former selves going through the motions, broken and exhausted beyond belief. At the time, this was just a silly selfie, but today, one year later, it's such a powerful reminder that even with a shattered heart, there is still a lot to be grateful for, even when you can't see it. My father's name was... I apologise now for mispronunciation. Suen Sem. He would have been 66 this year. Three words about him. Hardworking, funny and thoughtful. My father was a Cambodian refugee. He's been working as soon as he came to the US after the Vietnam War. The longest job he had was at a Vietnamese restaurant owned by a family friend. As soon as I was old enough, about seven or eight during summers, I would spend some days at work with him. He had 12-hour days. My father, not knowing too much, would always stop at a store and treat me to a toy, colouring book or activities. We didn't have a lot of money, but he always went out of his way to spend what little we had just to make me happy. I appreciate him so much because of that. If my father was here this Father's Day, I would tell him, I'm very proud of you. I know a lot of anger was directed at you when the fire happened, but please know we all didn't feel that way. I know what you're going through and I know what you've gone through. I don't blame you for having to numb yourself. I understand now. I love you. I'm sorry I didn't understand your pain a lot earlier. Take care of the boys. I miss them too. I like to say my dad is forever 26. He passed away at a young age of 26, full of life, adventure and love. He and my mum knew each other all their lives, so it was no surprise when they ended up together. Their first kiss was August 22, 92, and exactly one year later on August 22, 93, my sister was born. People probably thought they were wild, especially because they were so young, but I think it was God-ordained because that means we got a little extra time to spend with him. My dad was so loving, he came from a rough upbringing, got involved with the wrong crowd, drugs, alcohol, violence. But one day, that all changed, he was radically delivered and started going to church. Him and my mum raised us in church and taught us to love God and people. Unfortunately, when he was 26, he was tragically taken when he was struck by an Amtrak train. 
He was telling someone about Jesus when his life was taken. I was so young and was with him. One thing I do know is that he loved to share his testimony and what God can do for someone who might feel lost like he was. Our lives have never been the same. My heart hurts every day. This year my sister is getting married and it sucks to know he won't be here to walk her down the aisle. But we know he's always watching. Grief comes in waves and it, sometimes it sucks. But one thing I do know is that someone is reached by his testimony or his story. It was all worth it. My dad's name was Ian. He was so loving, charming, creative, gentle and strong. Sorry, couldn't pick just three. <laughs> That's all right. And this Sunday will be our first Father's Day without him. He was everything a dad should be and more and I never gave him enough credit for everything he did for us. From all the memories and times we shared together, I loved our walks in the hills, our failed attempts to train the dog, duets to Robbie Williams, although very poorly sung, and numerous trips to TK Maxx. Gotta love a TK Maxx trip. I so miss his laughter and his smile. He always taught us to go everywhere with a smile in our hearts. My dad was a joy and his positivity was a light always showing us how to see the good in every situation and everybody. I wish I could have told him how much I valued him as a friend, not just dad. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Dad, and Dad, wherever you right now, I hope you always feel the warmth of just how loved and missed you are. John, my stepdad, he'd be 40. Three words to describe him, supportive, sunshine and caring. He came into my life when I was nine, I think. He passed away in 2019. My favourite memory of him would probably be the first time I met him. I remember it clear as day and I would replay it all the time. My other favourite would be days at the pool. My mum hired to sing as the opening for the summer and he'd help my little sister try to swim. And it was just the best. If he was here, I'd just tell him I loved him. That's my only wish, to have to had him and tell him I love him one last time. My siblings will be celebrating Father's Day for my biological father, who we are still close with, but I don't really see him as a dad anymore, so I won't be.
my dad, he passed away of a brain tumour on the 10th of February 2019, seven weeks after my sister passed away on Christmas Day 2018, also of a brain tumour. He was a gentleman, Jimmy the Gent as he was known. His greatest legacy was his wife, children and grandchildren. He was my favourite person in the world and I was unmi- I was his. I miss him and my heart constant aches for my pops. No matter what was thrown at him, he would always say, you've got to give it a go, haven't you, darling? (laughs) But losing his eldest daughter was too much for him to bear. Our lives have never and will never be the same again. He still blew kisses down the phone to me every time we spoke and kissed the face of me and told me he loved me. He was the best of the best. My hero, my first love, my pops. My dad's name was Chris Gibson and he died in April this year, aged 63. He was adventurous, fun and kind and I've still not come to terms with our loss. He was courageous, the most stoic man I've ever had the privilege to know. We were lucky to celebrate last Father's Day together, knowing it would be the last. If I'd had the chance, I would tell him how proud I was to be his daughter. I would tell him that he was so loved that he made a real difference to people's lives and that I will miss him, I will miss him forever. Dennis, 54, a smile that lit up the room. Him singing Enrique Iglesias loudly and badly in the car. Happy Father's Day, Dad. I wish you were here to meet the man who's about to become your son-in-law and show you the scan of your first grandchild. I love and I miss you. I love this touch being the first mention of this film. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my dad, Tim Gross. Number one, because he was just a pure gem of his soul and two, because he gets so embarrassed about someone singing his praises and yes, dad, it's my turn to embarrass you. I've never written and deleted so many things whilst writing this trying to find and explain the human you were, but here we go. And yes, it's cheesy. Everyone says their dad is great. Or do they only become great once you realise what you're missing when they die? Who knows? But all I can say is you're one of a kind and will continue to be one of a kind to me. My dad, hard-working, gentle, kind and above all funny. The cheesiest kind of funny that would cause us to all roll our eyes and pretend not to laugh. I'd just like to thank you. Thank you for being my safe space, my mechanic, my doctor, my protector, my decorator, my chef. And just thank you for allowing me to be your daughter. All six of us are proud to have had you to call our dad. His name is Terence by birth, Terry to my mum, to everyone else, Eltel, and to me, the best dad in the world. He was my absolute hero, could fix anything and do anything. He would give anything a go and nine times out of ten complete it. Being his only daughter, we had a different connection to my brothers. I was his little girl, the one he'd do anything for. When I sit and think about fond memories of me and my dad, a favourite is mine, is when I went to a pub for a comedy afternoon. It had finished and I had decided to stay on and have a drink and some lunch. My dad had offered to pick me up, so I texted him to say I was staying on and not to worry, I'll get a cab home. Twenty minutes went by and he turned up, sat at the table and said, What were you eating then? 
He didn't want me sitting on my own, I guess, or maybe he was just hungry. Either way, it was one of my favourite afternoons with him. He was always so bubbly, funny and happy, making me laugh and constantly playing music and singing along. If he was here this Father's Day, I'd give him the biggest hug. I've forgotten what it feels like and his smell. Funny how you forget it all so quickly. And I tell him that he's the best dad in the world and I'm going to make him proud in everything I do. He always pushed me to do more and be more so for him, for him I am and will continue to do so. Hope he's watching down and egging me on as he has done my whole life. My lovely dad was named Bob, also known as Bobby. He was a cheeky chappy, but one of life's true gentlemen. I have so many fond memories of my dad. I was so lucky as he retired when I was young. He was always around. I remember him doing all the school runs and being the only dad and he didn't give a shit. (laughs) I used to love when he would take me to Portobello Market on the weekends and buy me random antique things I never appreciated until now. I miss his silly sense of humour and his crude jokes that used to make me go, Oh, Dad... (laughs) like he was a naughty child but we wouldn't have changed him for the world i remember when he made my mum laugh so much she wet herself if he was here today i would tell him how much i miss him of course but i would thank him for all of the things he provided me and my family i don't think we truly appreciated it when he was here i'd also like to thank him for inspiring me with his positive attitude as he'd always tell me i could do anything so when i get down sometimes i think of him saying chin up lil things will always work out in the end This is my dad, Shane Clapton Moore. We lost him suddenly and totally unexpected on October 18th, 2003, when I was eight years old. He was my absolute world, the best dad you could ever ask for, and earlier that day he'd been teaching me how to swim, something I never mastered after he passed away as getting into a pool without him feels super sad for me. I'm 26 now and I still can't swim. A memory I cherish is making fresh popcorn with him one evening. We forgot to put a lid on the pan and it flew all over the room and we were laughing too much to stop it. The smell of popcorn takes me right back to that day even now. If he was here today, I'd thank him for always being the best I could ask for and take, for taking me swimming that day, even though he felt poorly. I'd say sorry that I never carried on with the swimming until now and introduce him to my amazing partner, who I think he'd love and who's taken his place on the swimming teacher front. Robert Lee Botting, 56, 54 when he died. My funny, brave and incredible dad. I miss you every day. I cherish every moment we spent together. I would love to tell him just how special he was and how many people really loved him. The world hasn't been the same since he left. Learning to live without my best friend, biggest supporter and ultimate hero has been the hardest thing I've ever done and will continue to do for the rest of my life. I can't wait to see you again, daddy. Right, I think that could be for the Instagram. I'm just going to have a quick scan because I could not live with myself if I had forgotten someone. Let me just check comments. Two seconds. Two seconds. When I say two seconds, like anyone's rushing me, like it's just me. <laughs> okay, there's one in my comment section here. All right. Laurier, 
My daddy poo, 74, would have been 75 in April. He had a cheeky sense of humour. He was a stubborn old man and best of all, a doting father. I cherish all the moments he made me laugh and how he made me feel so loved every single day. If he was here this Father's Day, I would give him the biggest hug, tell him how much I miss him and how much I love him. I would tell him that he truly helped shape me into the woman I am today and that he really was slash is the best dad. This Father's Day will be our second Father's Day without our daddy and husband. His name is Nate and he was 36 when he crossed over. His death was sudden and completely unexpected. Our daughter, Nayeli, was 17 months when she lost her daddy. Nate was so full of life, a personality bigger than this world with a heart that matched. He would give anyone the shirt off his back after he bought you a beer. He had a zest for life but one thing he was so excited for was to be a dad. He wanted so bad and when he did become a dad he really was the best. He was so attentive and so incredibly hands-on. There are so many memories we cherish but one that Nayeli talks about often is when we were at the beach in Barcelona. She crawled on his back and peed on him she says and daddy said what the heck. She was 11 months I'm not sure she remembers that but she sure talks about it often and we laugh. If he were here today Nayeli would tell him all about her Paw Patrol pups and drag him around outside chatting his ear off. I think she would also tell him how much she loves her because she tells me every day, my daddy loves me. I would tell him how I have loved him forever. Oh, the tears. (laughs) Right, I'm going to pause because I need to go into my mail now. Okay, we're back and we're in the mail we're in the mailbox now. The mailbox is a lot larger. I, I can't lie to you guys. This has been the the most incredible like take up on the on the submissions episode. And oh, Christ! Right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Right, I'm in the mailbox. Okay. This Father's Day, I'm missing the two most important men in my life: my dad, David, and my partner, Josh. My dad was never one for big gestures. He showed his love in a million ways every day. He made us breakfast before school. He read us books before bed. He went to every doctor's appointment, school event, dance recital or competition. One of my favourite memories with him was when I was 12. I was in a local performance of The Nutcracker. The day of the first performance, I got my period for the first time. I was miserable, awkward and nervous. My dad dad came to my room and talked to me about it. I'm sure he must have been uncomfortable, but he did it anyway. That was just how he was. I wish I could still talk to him about all of life's moments, big and small. Josh always wanted to be a dad. When asked as a kid what he wanted to be, he'd always say a dad. He told me early on that his dream was to be able to stay home with any of our kids, at least for the first year. He was born to be a dad. Being around kids, caring for kids, just came naturally to him. When we found out we were pregnant, he was so excited when we got to see our baby and hear the heartbeat. He cried. He was so ready for the baby. I had a miscarriage and a few months later, Josh died too. My biggest regret is that I didn't get to see him with our kids. Nothing would have made him happier. Now I like to think of my dad and Josh together, taking care of our baby. I miss them, but it's comforting to think of them all together and all the love that must surround them. 
My dad's name is Chris. He was funny, stubborn and kind. His whole world was me, my sisters and his grandchildren. I cherish my last memory so much. Christmas Eve 2019, we had a family meal at mine. Dad stayed late and we sat and listened to my vinyl records. His last words were, I love you. Thank you for tonight. I'll see you on my birthday. Little did I know that was a day he would die. If I could tell him anything other than how much I love and miss him, hopefully with a big squidgy dad hug. I just hope I'm making you proud. I'm sorry I broke apart, but I'm back out there, dad. I love you to the moon, your star and back again. This is Steve, my dad, age 62. He was kind, a real family man and loved cooking in his garden. My favourite memories of him are cooking one of our favourite meals together, sowing seeds or visiting the garden centre and just talking for ages about the plants we liked or wanted to buy. He was just the best, always supportive, willing to help me and offer advice and he was the best bamper to my children. Oh, I love that bamper. Oh, I love him so much and if he was here this Father's Day, I'd tell him I loved him, that I'm so thankful that I got to him as my dad and that Dylan is doing well and we got the outcome we wanted. He'd know what it meant. My dad's name was Tim. He would have been 66 his Father's Day if we hadn't had lost him two years ago to suicide. He was a kind, loving, humble yet brilliant surgeon and he dedicated his whole life to helping others. Some of my favourite memories with my dad include making a pizza, (laughs) helping him in his vegetable garden and sharing a glass of wine or a shot of tequila. If he was still here this Father's Day, I would tell him that I love him more than he could ever know and how the world is such a better place with him in it. His name is Clint Lusk and he passed away 17th of May 19 at 33, a month before our son was born. He was strong, compassionate, honest and full of love. It breaks my heart that he never got to meet our gorgeous boy or even knew it was a boy as we waited until birth to find out the sex. I will forever cherish the way he looked at me and he held me up. He was my biggest champion and held me helped me shed false identities, allowing me to be my truest self. He is a huge reason for the strength I have today. If he was here, I would thank him and tell him how much I love him. Our boy reminds me of him in so many ways, and I hope that he is proud of us. My dad, Howard John Penny, 67, when he passed away in April. An absolute gentleman, a cheeky sense of humour, my biggest cheerleader the best dad and granddad to my babies. I cherish every moment I got to spend with him. The big ones, my wedding day, the pride just oozed out of him that day. The small things, watching him with my babies, he adored being a granddad. And the final moments, the moments I wish had never been, but I cherish all the same. That last glass of champagne in the hospital and being with him for his final breath. If I could have this, if I could have this one last Father's Day with my dad... I would introduce him to his newest granddaughter and give her to him to cuddle. My third and final precious baby, born just three weeks ago. I wish so desperately he could have met her, then I'd hold him myself and never let him go. (laughs) Just being the last bit, she says, why the fuck is grief so hard? (laughs) Babe, I know, I know. (laughs) But I'm a grown-ish woman. (laughs) I love that, thank you so much. 
I'm in me trouble. <laughs> my dad passed away unexpectedly on November 23rd of 2018. His name was Clarence Taylor Henley. He was 57 years old. He was charismatic, intelligent and ever so kind. I remember we would always go grocery shopping together and he would try to embarrass me and sing down the aisles. I would always act embarrassed, but I wish I could hear him sing one more time. If he was here this Father's Day, I would want to say thank you. Thank you for being the most amazing father a girl could have. Thank you and mum for showing me that what true love is and thank you for showing me all that I deserve in life. I love you dearly and you will forever be the best part of me. The world is less of a place without you. To this person but this is my submission for your father's day podcast my story is a bit different as my real dad died when i was five but the man who i considered my dad was my granddad who died recently his name was harry ubisoft pronounced ubisoft he was around 82 when he died three words that describe him are caring gentle and supportive he was a wood joiner for many years and continued his work after retirement even though i'm 23 he still used to hold my hand to cross the road up until now oh i spent all of my time with him a moment that i cherish with him today is when i would go over and he would give me such a tight hug even if i had only seen him the day before we had a very unique bond compared to everyone else and i would often speak to him about anything that was troubling me if he was here this Father's Day, I would tell him that I love him and that life has not been the same since he left this earth. I would also tell him how important our relationship was to me and that I miss being nobody's favourite anymore, lol. <laughs> I would also like to say thank you to him for giving me the best childhood of my life as I often felt left out as a child but he was and still is my best friend. I would tell him that I miss taking loads of stupid photos together and playing cricket in the garden. I wish he was still here. Oh, she put a really lovely message at the bottom. Oh, God, I can't. Oh. Oh, you are too kind to me. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Sorry for shouting in your ears. Oh. My father's name is, I say is because it's too difficult to say, was, was Fritz Mario Saldanha. He died at age 59 by suicide after having struggled with clinical depression. He is one of the most joyful people I will ever know. He carried with him the essence and innocence of childhood in his everyday life and lived for his family more than he did for himself. One of my fondest memories with my dada was during my college graduation trip in 2019 when he and my mum had come to Mumbai. I took them to their first ever live give gig and saw my father's eyes light up as he swayed to the music the band played and would yell out after every song music was always our language and after his passing i released my debut single small talk i wrote this song when i knew of his depression but couldn't find the words to talk to him about it it's about the small talk as a form of avoidance but small talk also being an expression of love this will be my second father's day without you I cannot believe there was a first and that I made it through. Most days it baffles me and I'm still standing despite you being gone. I miss you and I know you miss us too. I love you, Dada. Who am I missing this Father's Day? Sam Grant and Ronald Dvorak. 
my partner slash father to my amazing two boys and my lovely dad. Both tall, dark and incredibly handsome. Both amazing, genuine, loving people. I lost my dad at six years old. He was 34 and passed away to meningitis. I lost my partner Sam at 27 years old and my boys lost their dad at 16 months and seven years old. He was 29 and passed away unexpectedly and due to unexplained causes so far. They were both masters of the sea, my dad being a diver in the Navy and then moving on to engineering and Sam being a marine engineer. They loved the water and this was their peaceful place. This is where I think of them the most. My dad Ron passed away on 13th of the 12th, 1999 and Sam on the 12th of the 12th, 2020. That's right, one day and 21 years apart, I now have the two worst days of my life. I have few memories which I remember of my dad, whereas with Sam, I have 10 years worth of amazing, not always, memories. But yet, I miss them both the same. The void I have in my life, another void that my boys have too, is very much the same regardless of the amount of memories I have with them both. We will be spending Father's Day remembering these amazing men that we had the chance to love and will forever love and miss. My dad, Abdul, died July 2020, aged 78 years old. He was cuddly, strong and fearsome. We had a difficult relationship, but I always tried to maintain one, even though I knew he wasn't always happy with my choices. But regardless of that, he'd still ask me if I'm eating enough, do I need money and why I don't call enough. Typical Asian dad. (laughs) I remember listening to his heartbeat going through his giant round tummy. I loved putting my ear right up to it and gently get rocked to his belly going up and down as he breathed. I remember watching the A-Team and Air Force One with him on Saturdays when he had a day off. I can't think of any particular happy memory of him which makes me feel sad. I remember a lot of just memories of him but nothing that stands out was one of the happiest. It makes me incredibly sad. I wish we were able to spend more time together as adults so he could have known me as a mother and a woman but we never had that chance. I guess if he was here now, I would say that I'm sorry and I don't want him to leave us. Whether or not you use it for the podcast. Yep, I have my darling. I have used this. Don't worry. (laughs) Thank you. My dad was the greatest. He was my everything. He migrated from Italy to Australia when he was only a little boy, about 11 to 12. His father asked him whether he wanted to go to school or work and he replied asking what their financial position was. His father told him that they were in debt, so my dad chose to support his family, forego school and start working. He got a job at a fruit and vegetable shop and brought his wages home every week. After some years, my dad found out that the owner wanted to sell the shop and he told his father that they had to buy it. He would have been 17 at the time. He organised finance and made it happen. Slowly and slowly, his parents were able to afford a house and the rest is history. When my dad met my mum, he knew instantly she was going to be his wife. He pursued her relentlessly and would not give up until she said yes. They were married on Christmas Day in 1965. They opened their own shop and started again with nothing and had four beautiful daughters. They're a formidable team. I was his puppy dog and followed him everywhere. He took me to see my first movie, Superman, with Christopher Reeve and we had the most amazing relationship. I started having back problems when I was 19 and Dan was always there with me. 
he always he t- told me that everything would be okay and I would believe him and never worry about anything. He retired and four months later was diagnosed with bowel cancer. This September is 21 years since I last heard his voice. I've had 12 spine operations since then and the last being on the, the 3rd of the 5th this year. What I would do to hear his voice, have one of our golden chats or just talk about German cars, business or the news. He was my superman the most selfless man in this world. God knew that and took him at 63, way too young. He hadn't even had time to enjoy his life. It hurts my heart to think about it. Father's Day is so bittersweet. I want to celebrate him, but his loss is so debilitating and painful. But I need the world to know John and to say his name. He was remarkable, one of a kind and mine. His name was Dale. He was 63 years old. I lost my dad this March. There are so many words to describe my dad. He was many things to many people. He was creative. My dad was a woodworker. He built my childhood home. He was always in his workshop making something for our home or to help someone out. He was an advice giver. I would always wish my dad didn't make everything a lesson. He had advice for every situation, from planting a garden to making career choices. Today, I'm grateful for every single lesson. He was also a student. My dad was never scared to learn something new. He went back to trade school in his 50s to gain more certifications. Why do I say that? Certifications? Certific- yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with me? He would learn new recipes and you use new and unique ingredients. He learned how to be a single parent after my mum died when I was in high school. Watching him dream and take on new skills was incredibly inspiring. It's very hard to pick one memory to share when I think of my dad. All of our best memories involve transportation. He's the person who taught me how to drive. We would go for a long ride, listen to the same Journey CD and end our journey at a local diner. I remember him taking me fishing on his boat. He would always bait my fishing pole and remove my fish because I didn't want to touch anything slimy. I remember the countless road trips to go camping in Pennsylvania or the different places we flew to as a family. My mum and my dad were always taking me on adventures. Even when my mum was gone, my dad helped me do and see things that were extraordinary. If I could say anything to him this Father's Day, I would tell him I'm always going to be proud of him and I hope he is proud of himself. My dad would sometimes be so down on himself and it would make me so angry because I knew how amazing of a person he was. He did everything in his power to make the lives of the people around him better. I think he did this so often that he sometimes forgot to remember himself. Because of him, I know how to help and to remember to help myself. Also, I'd want him to know that he showed me how a person should be loved. Watching him love my mum and love my stepmum imprinted on me deeply. His actions show me to set high standards and express what I want in my marriage. The love and the communication I have with my husband is so strong. And I believe it's because I had a strong example of love. I really miss my dad. He was the person in my life I would always turn to. I'm still trying to figure out my life without him. I'm still trying to figure out who I am without him. He has given me tools throughout my life that I'm using every single day. All my choices, decisions and projects will always have a part of him in them. And I'm grateful for that every day. My dad's name was Michael. He was 53 when he passed away. And three words I used to describe him are hilarious, redneck, memorable. 
The best funniest memory I have of him is when we were vacuuming out his giant truck. I had to be helped in and out because I was small and the truck was so big. He was using a giant shop vac car vacuum cleaner that was really strong. I was doing something annoying or probably mouthing off and he decided to scare me with the vacuum. Instead of just scaring me, he (laughs) he accidentally sucked my hair into the vacuum. Once the vacuum was turned off and my hair was freed, we both laughed as hard as we could. To this day, I'm still scared of vacuums. (laughs) If my dad was here this Father's Day... I would tell him, I would stress it to him how much I loved him. The last words I ever said to him were, I hate you. And even though I know he knew how much I loved him, I would tell him over and over again. Colin, he would be 61 on July 25th. He was a storyteller. He was stubborn and worst of all, a hard worker. He worked for the same company for 40 years. Anytime my dad would take my siblings, friends and I to the convenience store to get candy and slushies, he'd spoil us. We'd go home and watch a movie. We loved it. Also, he pretended to like sushi for the longest time because I liked it. (laughs) My dad passed away June 9th, 19. Of course, he had to pass so close to Father's Day because that is the luck my family has, lol. (laughs) With that, it's also also still as fresh with it being only two years ago. I just experienced his second death day. It's hard. I'm at that stage where I want to be alone, but I also want to celebrate him. I'm also feeling a bit bitter this Father's Day. All the ads are driving me bonkers. Now, if he was here this Father's Day, honestly, most of all, I'd want a hug. A tight, big bear hug that feels like that if you let go, you might just float away, so you hold them tighter. I'd say that I'm working and finding myself and where I'm meant to be in life. I miss you. I wish you were still here and I hate that it came out of left field. You took a piece of my heart with you and you left. It's like an empty pit. I know you're resting now and I know you're at peace. I love you, Dad, and hope to see you more in my dreams because those are the only times it feels almost real. Mind as you go. than my iPad lol okay first off thank you for doing this oh thank you I've lost my train of thought now one sec my laptop my iPad threw me off right back of it <clears throat> my dad's name was Larry he was 72 years old he was the most giving talented and creative person I ever met there was nothing he couldn't fix or build and he was always there for people when they needed it even when they were a complete stranger I have so many wonderful memories to choose from, but one unique one that comes to mind was when we were in New Mexico, passing through in 2012. My dad took me around Albuquerque. I never know if I say that right. Is it Albuquerque or Albuquerque? That reminds me of the time I remember this little boy. I said Arkansas. He's like, Arkansas. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Sorry. Took me around Albuquerque to see all of the filming locations from Breaking Bad. That's sick. We just drove around town talking about the show and the city and it was so special to me. If he was here this Father's Day, I would tell him how much I love him and what an impact he's made on my life. My dad is Ian Royce Star. 
aka the funniest and cheekiest man alive. He gave the most amazing cuddles and pep talks and always reminded me to go the extra mile. My favourite memory of us is when I hadn't seen him for a while because he had been away in hospital. I went to visit him and I ran up to him and gave him the biggest hug ever, crying and he kept repeating, don't worry, I'm back now. I wish this Father's Day I could hear those words again from him. Love you, Dad. You're Roxy. My perfect dad was called Barry O'Neill. My dad was our rock and truly helped to navigate us through life's challenges. He was the epitome of patience, kindness and generosity. This is my first Father's Day without my dad. I'm feeling so frightened of the day approaching, but writing these emails to you feels therapeutic and a good way of channeling my grief. I lost my dad on the 21st of January 2021 and my heart wrenches to say it was due to covid With no underlying health conditions, Dad was perfectly healthy at 55 years old. We all tested positive Christmas Eve, but it was my dad that tragically was placed in an induced coma on January 4th and he never returned to us. I wrote in my dad's eulogy that he just got being a dad right. He guided me through life without telling me what to do. He supported me without holding me back. He loved me without smothering me. He nurtured our relationship. We were so close. Discovering this world without the safety of my dad's embrace is the most daunting experience. He made everything better. My whole life is different now, but I carry him and honour him at all that I do. I will always be a daddy's girl. My dad's name was Robert, more commonly known as Bob, my best bud. He passed away suddenly and unexpectedly on September 5th, 2020, just two weeks shy of walking my sister down the aisle. Although the world world was one lucky enough to have him for 54 years, his spirit is big enough to last a lifetime. I have a hard time coming up with three specific words to describe my dad because I still believe he was even too complex for me to fully understand. He was a type of person who never failed to light up the room and someone who you wouldn't be able to forget even just after a small encounter. I carry with me his deep passion for music and feel his present in not just lyrics but its rhythm. It's a difficult task trying to find the deeper meaning behind loss and the reason for all this pain but I now know that his purpose was to be a father, to leave behind a piece of his heart with me so that my path in life and love is shared with my best friend until we meet again. Happy Father's Day, Dad. When my heart hurts the most, I know it's just your way of saying I love you. Who is shouting outside like that? Have some respect. Christ. Can't get one bit of peace and quiet around this gaff. Christ, it's not even even any kids in my house. My amazing dad, who died in February, the most brave, adventurous, caring person I've ever met. My favourite memory was when I was little. I remember dropping my little troll, who was my favourite toy, who I never let go of, into a lily pad in a pond. Deep below the path we were on, dad rescued Sniff. (laughs) He loved rescuing anyone and anything. I would tell him how brave he was. He was so brave right until the end. I'd give so much to have been able to save him back. I'm missing my beautiful son, Logan. He died October 14th, 2018, 
barely a month after his fourth birthday after fighting extremely aggressive brain cancer for nine weeks. He's the most incredible soul, the most loving, generous and gentle human you could ever wish to meet. All my life I've struggled to fit in, feeling I need to be a certain way to be accepted, never feeling I have any worth. From day one, he just loved me for me. Without him, everything is just blank. One of my favourite memories is when I was running him a bath for his mum. He asked me why I was doing this, so I explained that mummy was cold and this would warm her up. So he ran off to the next room, grabbed a blanket and threw it in the bath because blankets keep you warm. All he loved to do was help people and make them feel better. Another beautiful one, which is painful now whenever it rains, is that he had to jump and splash in all the puddles. Not just a lot of puddles, all the puddles. If he was here this Father's Day, I would just wrap him up in my arms, keep him tight and just never let go. I would tell him that words can't express how much I miss him, how empty everything feels without him, and I can't wait to hear about all the adventures he has been having. To continue his name and make sure his ripples never end, we've been doing Love from Logan, random acts of kindness to bring a bit of light to people's days. Anything from a donation of food to a local homeless shelter to just paying for the next person in the queue at the drive-thru. My dad's name was Frank. He was 52 and passed away four months ago. He was the funniest person on earth. Everybody's darling, a little sunshine. He was insanely proud of me and always supported me in my career. So if he was here today, I'd tell him how thankful I am for that. Thankful for the support in general, but especially thankful for the opportunity to do my MA in London right now. If he was here, I'd tell him that I'm making the best out of my time regardless, that he doesn't have to worry about me and that I'm doing okay. The belief in him watching me from above keeps me going every day. I miss you and I think of you every single day. Love you, Dad. Kevin Burke, 57. Fun-loving, imaginative, passionate. When you think of the quintessential dad, that was my dad. I'm talking white New Balance sneakers, jean shorts, less than fashionable eyeglasses and a random old t-shirt. Overly protective, loving, supportive, nerdy, competitive and goofy in all the best ways. He loved his family completely and I will never question that he knew how much he was loved in return. My dad was extremely creative. He was always thinking, constantly inventing, never comfortable just sitting still. We even found a paper that he had doodled on while on a ventilator in the hospital. He was trying to invent his own device that would make communicating with his doctors and nurses easier. He was always thinking, always getting into something and always had a crazy story to tell. Whether it was the time he came face to face with a bear in Alaska, swam in his underwear across the Colorado River, or played poker with an Olympic gold medalist, he always had something ridiculous to share. He loved my mum, sister and I with his whole heart. Becoming a grandpa was his proudest accomplishment. It was as if he was made for this role. I was pregnant with his second grandson when he was hospitalised. We played the baby's heartbeat to him through Zoom while he was on a ventilator. I tried to find peace, hoping he heard it and that it made him proud and happy. I like to think my dad lived a full life in his 57 years, although it breaks my heart that we have lost decades with him here on earth. Losing him to COVID just five months ago has rocked me to my core. 
How could someone so full of life and love simply not exist anymore, at least not on earth? If my dad was still here, I'd tell him how thankful I was for him and all that he was, how much I loved him and how safe he always made me feel. I can picture us talking about how crazy it was that he, of all the people, got taken by COVID. Can you believe it, he'd shout. Of course I had to go out with a bang. What are the chances? Even in Zeph, there had to be a story to tell. It wouldn't be Kevin Burke if there wasn't another crazy tale. I would do anything to turn back the clock, take one more trip to the beach, play one more cutthroat board game together, eat one more time at his favourite buffet. I would do anything. I love you, Dad. I hope to see your smirky smile and hear you tell us more stories one day. My dad is called Ray. He would have turned 74 this month. He was kind, thoughtful, strong and just absolutely brilliant. The smartest man I know. He knew something about everything and everything he said was always so interesting. A memory I cherish with him to this day are the 4am drives to the beach that we would take together, just me and him, every year, to the Isle of Sheppey, where he used to go as a boy with his dad. I'd always sleep on the way there and we watched the sunrise and walk around the island and talk about the power of positive thinking and how we'd go whale watching one day and how the world might be all one big scientific experiment. Thank you, Dad. Truly, thank you for everything you have done for me. The endless love and support, every lesson, every moment and every conversation. It was all such a gift and I'm so grateful for the 23 years I had with you. I hope you know how much you mean to me. You made me into everything I am today. I love you, Dad. This much <laughs> but stretches out, stretches arms out as wide as possible. <laughs> Godfrey Ampoma, 55. He was always smiling, always dancing and looking fashionable. He rocked pink. He had so much love to give and always worked really hard despite difficult circumstances. I miss how much he loved and the fact he would never let me leave without a hug goodbye and now he'd spent how he'd spend all day making my favourite meals before I came and visited him. I would give him a big hug and tell him that I miss him. I'd thank him for teaching me that I can be whatever I want to be and I'll always be proud. I tell him that I did it. I got into university and I'm gonna be a doctor. I tell him that I'm trying really hard to stay strong for him and do him proud. I'd say how grateful I was to have such a caring father who truly loved me unconditionally. I'd also tell him I'd take his favourite jumper. <laughs> Last year, November 2020, my dad was in a cycling accident. He sustained a traumatic brain injury and never regained consciousness. He died on February 15th, 2021. He was 55 when he died. My dad was ridiculous, joyful, kind, supportive and full of love for the people around him. It's only since he died that I've realised how many people he loved and how many loved him. A memory I cherish is from the day before his accident. I was having a big breakdown about how hard life, Covid, unemployment etc was. I asked him for a hug, which I really did, and he held me close and told me everything was going to be okay. He made me feel so loved and so supported and I always knew that he was in my corner. The loss of that is something I struggle with every day. If he was here this Father's Day, I would just tell him that I love him and that I'm so glad that he is my dad. My dad's name is William Tunney. 
He was 71 when he passed away. The way to describe him would be one in a million. He was such a character. His humour was priceless, although he couldn't tell a joke to save his life. (laughs) He was kind, loving and witty. The thing I missed the most is his phone calls and knowing I could call him at any time and he would answer. Or how much he loved my two girls, his granddaughters. He absolutely adored them. I missed that relationship with them every day. Dad's been gone nine months now and not a day goes by when I don't wish he wasn't taken from us. All I would do if I could see him would be to hug him, a bear hug and to hear him say, love you, God bless. James 77, three words to describe him, loving, caring, supportive, inspiring, hardworking, reliable, humble, resilient, (laughs) I'm reading resilient, funny, a character, wild and wonderful, one of a kind and the best in the world. I'm so, in brackets, I'm so sorry. It's impossible to pick only three words to bespide my granddad. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> a memory that I cherish. The day I graduated, my granddad was so proud. I remember looking into the audience and he was tearing up. I was going to drop out of college because I was so stressed, but he pleaded with me not to. Whenever, when, I, when I received my... I have not been to university, so I guess that one thingy one is a first. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. It's a first from to my knowledge. You can tell I didn't go to university. <laughs> when I received my first at the end of my degree, he always says the same thing anytime he gets the chance. Only for me and Jamie, my partner, you wouldn't have. And he's right. He got me through it all, every single step of the way. If he was here on his Father's Day, I would tell him thank you. Thank you for being my dad all my life, for being my best friend and the best grandfather any girl could ever hope for. I would tell him how much I love him, even though there are no words that can possibly begin to describe just how much. That I wouldn't be where I am in life today if it wasn't for him and that every single day is a struggle, to say the very least. Without him here, I would tell him that he's my hero, my role model, my everything, and that I would spend the rest of my life trying to make him proud. The constant ache that's in my chest from the day he left is mine to feel forever. I put my hand to my heart and my mind says, Granda, thank you for raising me as your daughter and being my my one constant in life. We are forever, Granda, forever. My dad's name is John Lewis. He will now be forever 60. Words are never enough to describe my dad, but the best I have for now is the life and soul of any party. A perfectionist and so, so supportive. Even through his own struggles, he'd put everyone above himself. There are so many memories I cherish with my dad, but one that comes to mind as I write this was at my brother's graduation in 2019, three months before he passed away. The last real happy memory I have of my dad... He really had no care in the world. We laughed, drank, spent an absolute fortune on steak, (laughs) danced on tables. Embarrassing because the bouncer came over and said if I didn't get him down, he'd chuck him out. (laughs) It's it's from mum when we had a cigarette, partied late into the night and walked home with no shoes on. My dad was so happy that day and night. It was like having a glimpse of his old self, just like he was a month early at Glastonbury. I always remember dad this way. If my dad were here this Father's Day, I tell him I'm not angry at him for leaving me, my siblings, my mum or my grandma. 
I would tell him that I'm sorry I couldn't take his pain away and he was never a burden to any of us. I would tell him that I'm trying my best to be okay without him. But most of all, I'd hug him, tell him how much I love him and how I'm never letting him go. Martin Denson would have been 60 on the 4th of July and yes, we are having a party for him. Kind, hilarious and a library of useless facts. My most cherished moment with my dad was during the last three weeks of his life. We knew the end was coming and I'd been pestering him to rank the Bowie albums. <laughs> but he kept saying he had, we had loads of time. Not only did he finally cave and rank them, he made a playlist of all his favourite songs for when I miss him and he also made a blo- boss playlist for his own wake. If he were here this Father's Day, I would tell him that he was always right. Mum absolutely is the strongest, bravest woman on the planet. I would also say thank you for leaving us with the most beautiful, funny and incredible memories. He was and always will be my star man. My dad's name is Manjit. I still say is rather than was. He passed away unexpected from a heart attack on November 12th, 2018. That day my world completely shattered and I'm still learning to live in a world without my dad. My dad was the greatest. I know everyone thinks the same about their dads, but for me, he truly was. He had the biggest heart and was in his element when he was helping people, whether it was doing DIY for them, giving advice or simply going on his daily walks to the station to pick up a handful of Metro newspapers and post them in the neighbours' post boxes. He was someone who absolutely loved life. He worked hard, loved to buy all the latest gadgets, travelled the world and cook. He was the best cook. I never ever saw him sad. He was so chilled, chilled out. Nothing bothered him at all. He would spend his evenings watching the news with a glass of whiskey and just be chilling. I either talked to him or saw him daily. I miss him every second of the day. I miss him buying the gadgets and giving me an extensive review. I miss him trying out a new recipe with me. I miss him and my mum. Oh, I lost my place. Oh, weird. Oh, it's okay. I miss him and my mum going on their adventures around the world and then having to hear about it for the next four months. It might sound crazy, but I miss my mum too. I miss my mum before my dad died, when he went, a big part of her went too. She changed, which I fully understand why, but it doesn't make it any easier. My mum used to be the life of the party. We would do everything together, and now she spends her days watching TV. I definitely felt like I've mourned both parents. Now I have children of my own. I can see how many characteristics of my dad I have, and that is a bittersweet feeling. My mum would always tell me that I was just like my dad when I was younger, but as each day goes by, I see that it is really true. I wish he was here to see this and be proud that he passed down all his good traits to me. I remember sitting on the sofa next to him and we would sit in the exact same position. I would give anything to do that again. My dad's name was Peter Parks. He died of cancer at 51, two weeks after my 20th birthday. He had an open heart, generous spirit and brilliant mind. One memory I will always hold dear is from the day he dropped me off at university for my first year. While I was fussing with my belongings, he waited patiently in a student lounge and called me in when he was ready to leave. He took my hand and said, I'm only a phone call away. If you ring me any time, day or night, I will be here in only a few hours and I will never judge you. No matter what, I'm here for you. It was so simple, but his sincerity brought tears to my eyes. I could feel his love protect me like a shield. He died a year later. 
This Father's Day, I would like to say to him, I would do anything for one more day together. I miss you. Please come back. I'm just going to have a little water break. BRB. Okay, I'm back. Water break over. <laughs> I needed that a little bit there. Um, okay, next one. Father's Day submission, remembering Taras Tigertaz Moroz. This year it will be nine years since we lost my dad to cancer, the 1st of July 2021. He was such a lively man with a cheeky sense of humour and loved us unconditionally. He was the best father, teacher and friend that I could ever have wished for. Despite his time with us being cut short at the young age of 47, I will always cherish the memories we made, whether that be him teaching me how to ride a bike, watching the videotape of Queen music videos every half term or school holiday or playing cricket in the garden where he slipped and did the splits. <laughs> but mostly I remember him through all the ways in which he was influenced my life, especially when I catch myself reciting quotes from his favourite films like he always did. I found that as I've grown older, the more I miss him. Going from the 14-year-old girl who didn't shed a tear at his funeral to a wreck if I even think about him for too long. I suppose this is how my grief has evolved. His final words to me, be good, will always stay in my mind. And although sometimes difficult, I try to live my life by these two words. I feel a strong attachment to this phrase and feel compelled to buy any item adorned with my personal mantra, whether that be a picture, t-shirt or phone case, and maybe one day a tattoo, even though he'd kill me for getting one. If he was still here today, we'd start Father's Day with tacky golf-themed cards and novelty gifts and we'd probably spend the rest of the day down at the driving range hitting golf balls, trying not to top it or do any chilli dippers, followed by a nice cool pint or two in the clubhouse. No matter how we'd spend it, the day would be full of fun and laughter, just like all the other 364 days of the year were. Rich Alfredo, sarcastic, helpful, outgoing. We took a motorcycle trip from the Valley of Arizona up to Flagstaff with me on the back of his bike. I'm so thankful for that adventure together. He bought me a ring crafted by a woman from the Hopi tribe in Flagstaff and I'll always cherish it. I love you so much. I'm so sorry you got so sick. My dad's name is Michael and he thought it was a good idea to die on the 5th of October 2011 when he was 32 years old. He was honestly the best man anyone could have ever met. He had a charming smile. He was an Italian chef working in an Italian restaurant and he was the most loving dad of his two daughters, me and my sister. Unfortunately, I don't have many good memories but one stands out to me the most is when I was seven and he was teaching me to ride my first bike. He literally made me ride down a massive grassy hill where I couldn't stop myself until I eventually just fell off at the bottom. Then on the way out, he bumped into a lamppost whilst riding his bike and banged his head on it while falling off of his bike. I remember laughing so much and once we got home, he told my mum how I was just laughing a lot. Father's Day is always so hard, as expected, so I never tend to think about it. I just ignore the day entirely and get insanely jealous of anyone who posts about their alive dad. If I could see him for one last time after 10 years on this Father's Day, I would just like to give him the most tightest hug, so tight that he might even die twice. And I tell him how I didn't think I would have made it this far in life and I'm only still breathing today because I aspire to live the life he didn't get the chance to. 
I tell him that I'll explore the world for him, give back the kindness and gain the courage that I inherited from him, that I'll never give up because he never did. My dad's name is Paul Moscadini. He was 55 years old, but he would have been 62 this July. He was the most amazing man, loyal, funny and loving. He loved his wife, Jane, my amazing mum, and they were soulmates. He was the most incredible dad to my sister, Anna and I, and would do anything for his family. He was also a talented architect. I have so many memories of my dad. I had the most amazing, happy childhood, thanks to my parents. Family holidays, eating tea around the table every night and talking about our days. Just hearing him coming in from work and going straight to the fridge. I remember the day the two of us went for a walk just before we found out he was ill. We talked about hopes and dreams for the future and he told me how he wanted us all to be happy. It's as if he knew. If my dad was here this Father's Day, I want to tell him that we love and miss him so much and that he's going to be a granddad. In November, my husband and I are having our first baby and I know my dad would have made the most amazing granddad in the world. He still will be the best. He will just be the best granddad in heaven. I know that he has held this baby in his arms already. I grew up without my dad, so my person is my granddad who basically raised me as his third child. His name was Alan and he was 79 and he was my favourite person in the world. Three words to describe him would be impatient, a perfectionist and a massive secret softy. He had a stroke a few days after the first lockdown and died a couple of weeks later and I think about him every day. A moment with him that I cherished was the day I took him to Haydock Races. I got the opportunity to go through work and couldn't think of who to go with and casually mentioned to him one day. He said he'd always wished he could go to the races and it was something on his bucket, bucket list. A bucket list we didn't know he had. I asked the company taking us if it was okay. I brought someone outside of my work and they said it was fine. There must have been, there must have been a miscommunication somewhere as two passes arrived for Mr and Mrs Cookson. And I had to swiftly tell the company I was bringing my granddad and not my OAP husband. <laughs> as well as us having a great day out and getting on, betting on some horses, as it was a work event, I was obviously representing my company and speaking to a few people I knew and other clients of the company. My granddad later told my uncle that he was so proud of how professional I was and how the other people there only had good things to say about me and my work. It hit him how grown up I was and that I was a 26-year-old young professional and not the four-year-old he used to push around the garden in the wheelbarrow. There's not much I would want to say to him apart from thank you. He didn't have to help raise me, but he did. I ended up being his only grandchild and was therefore very much doted on. I'll forever cherish the relationship we had, as I know not a lot of people have grandparents, are as close with them or have them around until they're 27. Thank you for the opportunity to include this in your podcast. I love this one. She's attached photo of him and her and her in the wheelbarrow. Love it. My dad's name is Gary Field and he died in 2019 when he was 51. 
My dad was always the loudest person in the room and we were forever telling him to keep it down. He was also incredibly caring and selfless. A memory still makes me laugh is when my dad, who was not religious at all, answered the door to some religious people. When they saw our dog, they asked him for his name. (laughs) And my dad said it was Satan. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's tickling. (laughs) It's Satan. If he was here today, I would tell him how much I miss him and how nothing is to say without him. But most of all, I would thank him for being the best dad I could have ever wished for. And although he died so young, I still feel so, so lucky that he's my dad. My dad's name was Sharif. He died at the age of 55 last year and it is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. He was support the support system I had. He had always encouraged me and told me that I can do anything I wanted. He believed in me and I missed this. Three words to describe him. He was generous, kind, kind-hearted and a very understanding person. And I can keep going, but somehow I find that these are the words that describe him the most. I always came back from school. He died when I was 17. And I just tell him everything and my favourite part was listening to him commenting on my day how he turned everything into a very funny anecdote. He always turned everything around him funny. He always made us laugh, even in the hardest moments. He was the best at everything. He always saw everything in a very broad range and it gave the chance to discuss with him a lot of subjects that even if I didn't agree with him, he understood and listened. He always told me, hey, I know we have our differences, but I'm so proud of you. I'll always remember him because even when I was angry or sad, he always found a way to cheer me up. If I can tell him something on Father's Day, it would be the following. Hi Dad, I miss you. I know I didn't say it enough, but you were the best father and I'm so proud that you were mine. I couldn't tell you this because the last time I saw you, I didn't know that it would be. But I regret not coming to you the day when I was angry to give you a hug like you asked me to. I miss your hugs and your kisses and I wish you're somewhere better than where I am. I love you always, forever in my heart. My dad's name was Paul Wooderson. He was 52 years old when he died from COVID-related pneumonia January 21. Three words to describe my dad would be kind, gentle and joyful. In life, my dad was the friendliest man you could ever meet. He never met a stranger and impacted so many people, young and old. He was a middle school choir director, so there was always music in our house, whether he was singing the Barber of Seville at full volume on a Saturday morning or playing piano to practice for his choir. He was a teacher through and through. He gave the best hugs, genuine and strong. One memory I hold dear is our last family beach trip together. My brother and I found sand dollars in the ocean for the first time and we were so excited. We felt them with our feet and then dipped underwater to grab them. My dad got excited because he thought he felt one beneath his foot, but he was greeted with a pinch instead. (laughs) He had stepped on a crab. The four of us laughed lots that day. If he were here this Father's Day, I'd tell him that he was the best father ever. He always worked hard to be a good dad to me and my brother and a good husband to our mum. And sometimes he'd admit he wasn't sure if he was doing a good job. He wasn't always sure if he was a good example of a manly man because his strengths were more artistic, but he was the best example of what a man father and husband could be 
strong, loving, stern, kind and so much more that I can write. If I could be half the person he was, I would be so grateful. I miss him dearly and will cherish his life's example and the recordings of his singing for the rest of my life. And I think that, guys, is the final of the entries. As I do every time, I'm just going to have a quick scan because, like I said before, could not deal with myself. Oh, you know what? As I said that, one literally has just come through in on the DMs. So for this person, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. Here we go. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, is it not? Oh, no. Maybe not. No, it's not. No, it's, not. it's a random message. Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Okay. That is it, grief gang. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a bit like speechless. Um, I am just again, just quickly scanning through because I would feel very ill if someone got left out. But by the looks of my emails, that is everybody and my DMs, that is everybody. But what an episode. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm lost for words for one because I don't think I've ever spoken so much. But that's not me whinging. Please don't take that as me whinging. I'm, I haven't visually recorded this episode because I look like shit for one. And just didn't feel like it was appropriate to record this one visually but I just want you to know when I was reading those out the smile that was on my face as I read your memories with the people that you're missing this father's day that's from that's from the heart and to know that you have those memories and you have those moments that you cherish that hopefully make your heart smile makes me so happy and so I wish for you this father's day to tap into that to tap into those memories and those cherished cherished memories that make your heart smile and to remember them this father's day and so I thank you all who've written in so so much I thank you so much like I said in the beginning for trusting me with your grief with the people that you're missing this year it is and will always be my greatest honor that you allow me to do this and you are all never far from my thoughts and in my heart and I hope that this day and that this episode makes this father's day a little bit more gentle for you and you take the knowledge that you're not alone you're never alone in this And happy Father's Day. Big love. Well, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it and it set your week off to a great start. Whether you've laughed a little, cried a little, I mean, I think crying is good for the soul, or you've resonated with something that was said, thank you for listening and spending time out of your day to do so. If you like what you hear, please do rate, review and subscribe. In doing so, you're ensuring that lots more people get to find the Grief Gang podcast and hopefully help them too. If you're not already, check out the Grief Gang on social media platforms such as Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. 
I'm most active on the Instagram page where I love, love, love to connect with you all. For now, take care and big, big love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 